We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Welcome back to another episode of Lee Castle. I'm your host, Chris McPherson. Tonight, I'm fortunate enough to be joined by two co-hosts. Uh, first of all, I have Tyler Smith. He's a Kendall Blues junior from the Hastings League. He's a self-proclaimed mayor of the Duck Pond. And his major claim to fame, I'm told, is being Jake Lawrence's cousin. <laughs> thanks for joining us, Tyler. Oh, thanks, mate. That's a stitch up. <laughs> That's all right. We're still going to introduce our other co-host. He's a Waratah Cheetahs junior. He's played at the Northwest Wolves in Victoria, Hills District Bulls. Uh, and also, of course, South Newcastle Lions, where he finds himself back now. He's got some rugby league goals there to be as fast as Steve Witters and as good looking as Jared Rodimer and Tim Christie. <laughs> how are you, mate? Cool, mate. How are you? They'd be pretty good goals, wouldn't they? Oh, mate, if I can get as good looking as Jared Rodimer, I'm doing all right. Yeah, exactly. He's a dream bait, his rights. Those eyes. Oh, mate, the ladies love it. So, uh, hey, back back in uh, the Lions colours, how's it uh, all treading there? Yeah, it's good, mate. Had that little stint away and um, missed time a bit, so come back and finally back in first this week, so. Took a year and a bit to get back, so it's always, yeah, it's always a good thing to get there. Yeah, I noticed a few names on the extended bench, and we'll get into that a little bit about yourself and, and, and Stevie, so yeah, good to see a few of you around the mix. Yeah, getting back there together is always a good thing, too. And Tyler, I mean, the duck pond is going off. You're, you're beating away wannabe players with a stick out here. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been a really good start to the year. We've had heaps of interest, but yeah, because we've only got one grade, it just makes it a bit tough to say yes to everyone at this point, because we've already got about 30 players, but... Yeah, it's just going gangbusters at the moment. Everyone's loving it, so we're all having a good time. So there's some expansion plans in the future for the Ducks, maybe a second side at a ladies' league table. Uh, See some girls around here at Beamont, do you reckon, Hills? Uh, I reckon there could be some uh, good-looking Ducks getting around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon next year for sure we're going to try and expand it out and we'll try and keep the same culture. But, yeah, so we'll be looking for those blokes that are... Beers first, 40 second sort of thing. I think there's plenty of room for that in Newcastle and Hunter, even at the, you know, the sort of the... Maybe the A grade might be depending on, on which clubs you're looking at, but even even some of the A grade teams, some of the blokes that are wandering around, you know, that's I think that's very much a mentality. So I think it encapsulates what Newcastle Hunters probably ideally about is, you know, go out there and you know go toe to toe with a bunch of blokes, but be prepared to go and have some beers and socialise afterwards as well, and keep that fun culture around it. Yeah, that's it, absolutely. It's a good thing to look forward to the boat race after each game. So far, we've I think we've won all but one of them. Uh, Wanji done us in the Wanji. pre-season, but I think we got them back one week after when we played them again. But yeah, it's good fun. Well, the challenge is out there for the rest of the clubs now. Uh, bring, bring your best. They might just bring in some ringing drinkers just on their bench. <laughs> um, so uh, obviously you guys are sitting pretty well at the moment. Um, and uh, I guess, you know, is that mostly down to your utility value off the bench or? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, nah, not, it's not really me. Uh, we've got a few good boys there. We played a bit of rugby last year and the year before. So they're still pretty fit from when they played. And we're a pretty young crew. We don't really have anyone over 25. So I think we've just been winning most of our games uh, in the back end with our mobile forward pack and, yeah, a bit of fitness. So... Yeah, we've got a few good players that have played at some pretty high levels, like Jack Dawson, Geordie Boyce has played a lot of good footy, uh, good rugby. So, yeah, I think it's just down to those boys finishing off all the hard work from the other pigs in the middle. Yeah, lovely. And um, if anyone wants to just get a snapshot of what you guys are doing, just jump on Facebook, check out 
Hammer and Ducks on Facebook, and uh, what's what's the uh, television series you got going? Oh, Quack TV, yeah, Geordie Boyce, one of our halves, he, um, he, he goes after that, he makes up some videos after every game, bit of the footy, but mainly at the Kent, so... So, yeah. so the Kent's getting plenty of airtime, <laughs> no, they'd be loving you boys, and you'd be, uh, I, I dare say you put more than their sponsorship back over the bar, so it's great to see. Um, now, I'm going to throw you boys a, a bit of a curveball here. We're launching a new segment this week, and I didn't tip you into this, so if you've got someone for it, let me know. It doesn't have to be from your own club. It can be from any of the competitions. Um, so we call it the League Castle Legends, and so it can be a team or an individual that's just done a really good thing on the weekend, performed really well. So mine's going to go to the Karua Roos, who are in the Northern Conference. Uh, they got their first win of the season uh, up against Maitland United, so um, great to see them uh, breaking their duck. Uh, you got any standouts from Round the Traps, Tyler? Oh, you know, I had a blind on the weekend, even for the Ducks. Oh, blinders on the weekend. Uh, Dan Battershall on the weekend, actually. He's one of our big boys in the middle who can ball play a little bit. He had an unreal game and ended up winning players player. And I'm pretty sure he single-handedly won us the boat race, so that's even better. That's, that's, that's the key thing, isn't it? <laughs> what are you, Timmy? Anyone over at the Lions or somewhere else? Oh, man, I'm sure I could pick a few at the Lions if I was tempted. But I think I might go with big Dwayne Sampson from Waratah, mate. He's leading that pack at Waratah that good. And, um, you know, to drag him out of the C grade, not even having a side last year, but to win a game is pretty, uh, pretty decisively in, for, in an A grade comp. I think he's doing wonders over there, him and Jason Boney. So, yeah, Sam, Sam is doing some good stuff, although I'm still waiting for him to live up to our pre season interview where Bones gave him permission to chip and chase, and I haven't seen one yet from him. Oh, mate. Nobody normally needs encouragements. I don't know what's going on, Sam, though. Like, you get, you get, maybe that Bones is reverse psychology. I'll give him permission, he won't do that's it. That's right, that's right. He <laughs> might take that kicking license away at all. Yeah, exactly. We might get into the Group 21 competition quick, then we'll have a bit of a run through. Um, Scone, they're the real pace setters. They had a 48-4 to win over Denman. Aberdeen with back-to-back wins over single. A little bit of a surprising when Simon on the off-season, boys, and probably oh, underachieving. Big chub of Redmond out there. He wouldn't be happy about that one. I don't know whether he had a run on the weekend. Frank Paul's back on the weekend for them, and just a bit of a mention to the, to the big former rooster. Uh, apparently stayed around for about 45 minutes after the game, signed autograph the kids and stuff, and just, yeah... It's good to see, you know, obviously he's not playing NRL anymore, but to have that, you know, in the bush footy and, you know, so much better to go a bit of time afterwards, it's quite easy just to walk off and, you know, get back to your life, so great to see, but uh, not the result for him. No, well, me being a Roosters fan, I might have to go get one off him next week, what do you reckon? Yeah, uh, maybe, <laughs> hopefully they don't play the same day as South, mate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can explain to uh, Bobcat why yeah. I can't come, so I'm going to go get some autographs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be lined up at the gate on Friday night too, I think. Yeah. Time off Victor Radley and Tedesco. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Um, so uh, at the moment, Scone, they've uh, left four points clear. They're on eight points. Aberdeen on four, Singleton two, Denman two. I think we might see a little bit of a different uh, Singleton effort this weekend when they trip, they host Scone on Sunday. That one's going to be a bumper clash. Scone undefeated so far. Scone and Singleton is a really good clash, isn't it? Those, even in juniors, when you go up against one of those sides, you're getting up there for a big battle. Yeah, certainly are. So uh, I'm going to ask a tip for you boys. I know, I know Tyler, you haven't followed it as uh, thoroughly as, as I might have, but... Uh, who are we going to go? We're going to go, you know, Chubbs is back in, you surely be on his bandwagon with him too. Mate, I'm going, yeah, I'm going singing a greyhound on Chubbs. <laughs> yeah, I love an underdog too. Let's get Singleton up there. All right, I'm going to get the thoroughbreds there. Form's pretty hard to resist. Uh, the next one is Aberdeen and Denman. Aberdeen's sitting second after those back-to-back wins. Uh, Denman with the one win also over Singleton. Uh, certainly going to be interesting. Uh, Aberdeen obviously have been strong over the last few years. Denman probably on the improve. I'm going to go the Tigers to get it done on Saturday. Yeah, I'll go Aberdeen just just off the back few years I've seen with um, Schmiedel and whatnot out there. No, he's not there now, but that um, that form they've kept, I think they'll get him. Yeah, I'll go Aberdeen Tigers too. I like them. Yeah, one bloke by the name of Foran out there is pretty handy as well, which doesn't uh, doesn't lack. 
Uh, we'll run through the reserve grade results. Uh, Greater Brankston went down again, 32-10 to Aberdeen at Greater Brankston. Mary Wall continued their undefeated run the Magpies, 24-6 over Singleton. Scone, 36-10 over Musselbrook. And Murrundai got their first win of the season with a 22-16 win over Denman. Uh, this weekend's games, Aberdeen host Greater Brankston for the second, or they'll take them on for the second week in a row. Murrundai against Mary War up at Murrundai. Both those games on Saturday, 12.30 on Sunday. Musselbrook host Denman at Musselbrook. And Singleton and Scone clash in the reserve grade, which will also be a strong game. That's second v fourth. So plenty of good footy if you're up in the group 21. Rangers to get your teeth into, boys. Yeah, love it. Now we get on to Timmy's Wheelhouse, Newcastle Rugby League, the real NRL. <laughs> uh, we'll run through the results from the weekend. Curry, they uh, got up 18-16. A bit of a close one there. Yeah, and I watched a little bit on Bar TV. I... Um... I was um, sitting there at the Greens, actually, and got the, got the bar TV up, and it was a fairly good game, pretty physical. So, um, you know, hopefully we carry and flash Matt up a little bit and we can have a soft game this week. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, no surprise in a fizzle encounter. Mitch Cullen, one of the best on ground for them, coming off the back of playing really well for the Rebels. Oh, mate, he, um, he's well-deserved to be in that Rebels side, too. He's played him for years and he whacks people out there. So, you know, it wasn't a surprise to me that he made that Rebel side, and good luck for getting in that Pioneer side as well. Exactly right. Now the difference there was um, just a, a penalty goal from Jerome Haynes, so not much separating them. As I said, they beat each other up. This next one was a little bit, uh, bit more of a gap, and it was Central 28-16 over Cessnock at St John Oval. Uh, doubles to Anderson and Bent. Uh, Cam Anderson settling into the fullback role there. Yeah, mate, he's um he's lighting at the back there, isn't he? Uh, very rangy, rangy the old spider. So um yeah, I think they'll do pretty well this year, Central. Um, you know, the Messiah Brad Murray leading them around. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah mate. And the good sword in the six, the big cookie as well. That's so right. he stepped back into his five-out roles, and I was told, uh, I haven't caught any of that game, but I was told that he was back to his uh, playmaking best from his junior years. So yeah, that, old, that's probably ominous. The old look short play long play cookie, mate. It always works. Yeah, it? and then in doubt, just tucked under his wing. He's big right. enough to do that too, isn't he? Uh, so, uh, next up on Sunday, there's two games. Lakes hosted Macquarie, and it was 34-4 to to Macquarie. Big win for the Scorps. Uh, looks like they might have started to have a look at some different guys in the halves. They've got Floyd Ty and Cameron Davies playing the halves. They did quite well there. Uh, moving uh, Isaac Briggs out of the halves. Probably not a recognised half, and it's something we touched on last week on the show. Uh, they've also got uh, some that have come back there as well, which will give uh, Adam Betridge some interesting problems. Yeah, there. mate, I watched, I watched that game as well. That, that young half, that um, was it Cameron Davies, mate, he killed it. Yep. Mate, not, not taking much off Floyd Ty. He played really well as well, but... Yeah, that's seven. He tore them apart, didn't he? And, you know, having, having Liam Higgins as your nine probably helps you as well. Certainly does. And, um, yeah, as you said, uh, Ad Betch have some interesting decisions uh, with how well that uh, Davies played. And Ty didn't do himself any shame either. So, uh, interesting. I think Summer's back here this week or next. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. So, yeah, it be interesting to see the next one, mate. You can probably give us a bit of insight into this. It looked like you might have West's measure, but just... It's so hard to stay with them for 80 minutes. 19, 12 winners, they got away late. Mate, yeah. Mate, one of the best West sides I've seen as well. And, you know, we had a few go down late. And, and um, you know, we were carrying one on the bench there for a while. So the boys really did push. And to only go down by seven or so. And some freaky tries. Luke Walsh is absolutely carving it for the moment. So, mate, I thought the boys did really well. And, um, they were, yeah, they were not so much unlucky. But, mate, the effort was awesome. And, yeah, just having those few players, I thought, might have, um, yeah, mate, might have, Mate, I've stopped looking at the W there. Yeah, I mean, I've talked about it a handful of times on here. You know, the guys that they've got in that team, um, and you've got the likes of, you know, the, the Walshers. You've got a Walsh coming off the bench in Ryan, who was the first choice half to any other club. You've got Ryan Walker playing back row, Sam Keenan at fullback. Like, they've got ball, genuine ball playing halves all over the paddock. Uh, then you add in, you know, a Matty Ben Stone. 
you know, and, and some of these other names. And there doesn't seem to be a weak spot in the park. So you you know that you've got to be at 100% and maybe catch them just, you know, at 99 to, to be in the, the armour as a little yeah. win. Yeah, that's right, mate. And you hear, like, Alex Langbridge goes down, he's out for a few weeks, and who steps in with Chris tonight? You know, yeah. like, you know, the player goes down and they just get someone who's been killed in the first grade comp for years anyway. So, yeah, you don't, yeah, they don't hunt. They don't lose much, do they? No, they certainly do not. And, uh, yeah, Matt Lantry, uh, probably extra motivated after what happened last year. And uh, the boys, are, well, the whole side there, are really clicking and firing. And uh, it's going to be a big game this weekend for Central. Yeah, that's right. And I think the story around town was not back in the finals last year. Lantry had to get something done. And I think he's doing a good job. So. Yeah, and uh, obviously we touched on it last week, but it will be the Pioneers coach as well, speaking of that. So um, good to see. He's a, he's a pretty sharp operator, Matty, and uh, great to see him. I'd be very surprised to see him have two bad years in a row. Yeah, that's right. No, he's doing a good job. Uh, so the way the ladder stands at the moment, uh, West with the target on the back. They're two games clear of a bunch of five teams. Your boys, South in second. Macquarie, Curry, Central and Maitland all on four as well. Uh, then Cessnock and Lakes on two. But, you know, only a win and a bit of four and against separating second and eighth. It's uh, a neck-and-neck old race. No, mate. It's like that. been like that for a while too, hasn't it? I think um, the Newcastle Comp's been as strong as it ever was and it's, it's just proven on the ladder, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit disappointing, obviously, that we don't have the you know ten and eleven teams and stuff. But it's probably better to have eight competitive teams than have teams like where Nelson Bay were at the back end of their yeah, run, just getting right. smacked I, every week. I only seem to call the back end of Port Stephens as well, and I mean it was it was a kind of a chore going up to Port Stephens when you're only getting two grades getting a side. But I'd like to see the the comp expand and have ten teams or so if, if it could happen. But yeah, obviously there's there's things that need to be done before that can happen and. Eight teams is fine for me at the moment. Yeah, it's working pretty well at the moment. I guess, I guess the only way we look at that probably is, you know, one or two things. Either a Newcastle and a Hunter team to get strong enough, you know. I mean, we see a couple of them in the Cardiff and Qatar as the two teams, but I don't know whether they ever get strong enough to enter the combo. I know Waratah at one point did have aspirations Bring to back get the back um, But the, the, the other one that we see, obviously, with the, the, the slow degradation of Group 21 is maybe saying, you know, maybe Scott and Singleton join our competition and... But it's a big step for, for them becoming the first grade, I think. Yeah, that's right. And it's just it's the same with travelling. But, I mean, you know, there's the Ducks coming up as well. So, how many Ducks? Two or three years <laughs> and you could have a Ducks team in the, in the first grade. Well, I was only talking to one of the boys the other day from Swansea. And they said, oh, Swansea, we're going to take on Lakes in about eight to ten years. So, we could have Hamilton, Hamilton South, Slope, Derby, Lakes and Swansea. How good would it be? Uh, the Battle for Luma. What were you calling it the other week? The, uh, oh, the Battle for Broadmeadow. Katara, Katara versus uh, Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, we like catching some, uh, coining some phrases on here. So... We've got round uh, five coming up now, though, and uh, we'll start off with Curry. They take on Lakes. Um, Lakes see Jaron Costello come in for Kalen Adams on their bench. Uh, Kyle Saunders and Tom Baker in for Curry with Brody Hammond and Craig Richardson out. Uh, I don't think those changes make a huge difference to this. It's going to be a tough old trip for Lakes up to the graveyard. I think so. I mean, Lakes, Lakes are struggling a bit this year, even though um, you know, they are a strong, a strong club, and it would be a shame to see Lakes... Um, Get the W, but you know, Curry are going well as well, so good luck to Mitchie Cullen out there. Who are you going to tip, mate? I've got to tip Curry, I think they're in too good a form. Who are you going for, Tyler? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Curry at home is pretty tough to beat, so I'll take Curry. Yeah, Curry are tough to beat. I love, love tipping my mate the freak, but as a, a man who's bull on the legs jersey, I can't go against him, so I'll go with the Seagulls. Uh, next up, we'll jump out to Lyle Peacock Field and Macquarie host Cessna. This one's going to be a really interesting one, I think. Um, both sides unchanged from last week, so we don't see some that come back in at this stage. So, uh, look, I think on the back of what I saw from Cam Davies last week, uh, I think he can lead them to back-to-back victories, and uh, they might get a bit of a march on the scores. Yeah, I think so. That, like he played that well. I thought um, 
Yeah, I think he can do it again. He, uh, if, I don't expect Sumner not to be in the side, though. I think if he's, if he's right this week, he'll be there. I can't imagine him not getting picked. He's you know, been the captain for years and he's one of the best players in the comp. Okay, now it'll be a choice of whether it's Floyd or, or Cameron, is it? Yep. Um, but yeah, that's a hard, hard pass for Betridge to pick. But I wish that's I why he gets paid the big bucks to get him. That's right, mate. And I can imagine what those those bucks are. Too. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who are you leaning to here, mate? Um, I'm going to go the scores. I think they with Higo and Rusi and you know and Sumner potentially being back. Randall Briggs, they've, they've got a great side, and I think they'll, I think they'll get the W. Yeah, I think Cecil's got a pretty decent side on paper. They just haven't quite gelled yet. They don't, they don't, similar to what we talk, I talked about with Macquarie over recent weeks. That halves combination card has been in and out. They put him to lock. They played him a bit at nine. They just don't seem to quite have their their thirteen nailed down. And I don't doubt a bloke until the Edwards caliber will have them figured out pretty quickly. But it's still been early. It's a bit disjointed with the you know rep games and long weekends and everything. So it might be another week or two before Cessna find their best. Yeah, that's right. This is the this is the part of the year we get a, a big chunk of games in. You know, we've had the Easter and whatnot. We've played two weeks and then one week. I think um, this next six or seven games all in a row will you know, really, really spread the comp out. Yeah, lovely. So we're both on the score. Tyler, you made three for three. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree with what Timmy said there. He's pretty right with that. I'll go to the scores. All right, next up, mate. Um, and we might get to you first on this one, Tyler. Maitland hosting South Newcastle. South coming off the back of that loss to West, mate. Um, look, you know, can can a bit of family pride for you guys. Um, obviously, the Ducks are doing good things. Can can Jakey step up? Yeah, uh, after watching South last week, I agree with what Tim said earlier. They played with a lot of heart when they lost a few players. Uh, if they didn't lose those players against West, you never know. It could have been a different game, but they can all hold their heads real high. They had an unreal game with low low numbers. I think the fullback and the half were gone pretty early but in the second half. So I think they can bounce back. Hey? I reckon South will get this one done. Yeah, certainly be interesting. I'm not sure how Bobcats maps are, though, mate. He's, he's dropped one out and brought six in. Yeah, so, Merlot, Keelan, Athlete, Grace, Witters and Chrissy. That's an all-star cast, that is. Yeah, an all-star cast in about 2015, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Keelan, I'll tell you, he's still in his prime. Oh, mate, Keelan's given himself four weeks with a groin injury, so he hasn't even seen the doctor yet. So, um, who knows <laughs> what's going on? He's, he's played a beard and they're own doctors. He's got his name on the wall, so that's central. He can do what he wants. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, obviously Derek Hay out uh, there, but um, expecting probably a couple of changes. You tipped us in earlier that you're going to be back, mate. So, it'll be interesting to see uh, how that ends up, and I'll be sure that you're tipping the lines on the road. Mate, tip the lines. Just a quick shout out to Derek Hay and Campbell Scott. Both did their ankles on the weekend. They'll be gone for the season. So, um, expand your recovery, boys, and yeah, hopefully see you next year. Yeah, well, it opens up some spots for other guys, mate, and hopefully uh, you boys can uh, get through 80 minutes with 17 this week. That'll be uh, ideal because you're going to need it to take it against. Uh, Perrin and Price up there, they've been in pretty good form, those two boys. They have, mate. They've been playing really well. And um, hopefully uh, Fraser's come back from his nose, from his cut underneath his nose. The um, bit of a bit of a blood there I've seen one day. So, um, but yeah, I think I think we'll get him. Hope of. I can't say that, but I think we sh- if we play to our best, I think we'll be the better team. Yeah, well, you're sitting here flexing next to me. I can't go against the <laughs> so I'll go to the lines as well. Sunday afternoon sees the, uh, this one's a bit, of a, a bit of an interesting rivalry these days because there's been a lot of players change between the two clubs. West taking on Central at Harker Oval. Central tend to get up for this one, and it's cert- they're certainly going to be right in the arm wrestle with West, I think. That's right, mate. And half the Central side have played at Harker Oval since they were 10 years old. So, you know, it's, they're, it's a coming home for them. And, I, um, you know, West are that good. I, it's going to be a hard one to tip, but I, I think I'll take West on that one. Yeah, I think I will too. I think um, the most excited man to get back on Harker Oval will be the man in the yellow shirt for Central, Callum Richardson. He loves getting back to his, his natural home ground. He's been at a few. He's... 
late and then uh, Western Central. But yeah, Richard Lyle's getting back to Harker and he'll be hoping his boys get a win. But I think it'll be West under Matt Lantry continuing their role. How about you, Tyler? Yeah, I agree. They looked pretty good last week, so I think they'll get the chocolates. Beautiful. Well, that wraps up the Newcastle Rugby League. We'll get into the stuff that uh, will get uh, you right into your your wheelhouse, <laughs> Tyler. And uh, we'll get on to the Newcastle Hunter Rugby League, although this first result is probably going to get Timmy a bit more barred up than anyone else. Uh, in the A grade last week, Friday night, 30-6 Waratah winners over Fingal Bay. Fingal Bay, they lost their first game of the week before. Now they've gone two in a row. Waratah, uh, from talking to a few different people, just absolutely out-muscled them on Friday night out there. And uh, the Cheetahs look... Starting to, start to come around the corner. Oh, it's good to see him running gold, eh? They could be the next team back in Cooley's Cup, hopefully. <laughs> so, um, in the other games, Dudley, 50, defeated University, 16. I'm not sure if, you know, was Rot's unavailable to, to get his hair done for the touch on yeah. Sunday or get his contacts fixed or some of those blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, so, and uh, Window with a big win, 26 18 out at um, the Eagles Nest over Carter and Dora Creek. They continued their um, 36 22 over a 15 man Belmont South. Uh, I'm told Brad Clark and Brennan Quigg were the best for Dora Creek. Uh, at Dora Creek, so it's just packed with experience. No, so. I haven't actually seen Dora Creek play. Um, I've heard that Brad Clark is a gun, though. Well, he was in the Bulldogs top 25 a while back. Um, I think every man and his dog in Newcastle has heard that one. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Of course, they've got your, your mate Marv's mate. He's out there as well. Yeah, so, that's right. Uh, people on shop, ending up. Beer and Pearson, yeah, the, the biggest dummy half around the middle anyway. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he's telling me not ran into him every other week. Told me that, he's telling me that he's losing weight, so that's good to hear. Uh, Nah, well, he's getting back to match fitness, so great to see. Oh, good uh, on him. And they're sitting top of the table. They've got a really strong and experienced side. And look, they're similar to West in the, in the Tui's Cup. They're going to have the, the target on their back, and they know that. And at the end of the day, I guess, you know, it's going to get to you know, August, September, and there's going to be four other teams hunting for them. That's right, mate. Um, but, I mean, if there was any man to do it, it would be Jay Rods to beat him, wouldn't it? So. Oh, Rods, mate. I just can't wait to see Waratah take on uni. Like, Rods will try and run over the top of Sam, mate. I can just see it, too. <laughs> oh, man, that won't be happening, I Oh, no, I know, won't be Ross will try it. <laughs> Mate, the, the Jason Boney Barry Bottom battle, that might be, be a better one to watch. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's been tagged by a couple of different people at university. They've got the prettiest halves in the top. Tyler <laughs> Kearsey and uh, Jared Rodham are. There's some, uh, there'd be a lot of uh, time in front of the mirror there for those boys. Better than their last ones, which was Ryan Hurry, so you can't, you can't go Ryan down. Ryan Hurry, yeah, <laughs> well, he's not an oil painter, but he's a good boy in Hurry, so. Uh, Belmont South this week, they host Waratah. That, that one will be a cracker. Yeah, I think so. I think if Waratah can keep on their role, they'll go well. Belmont South's pretty strong um, with um, Boney out there as well. Boney versus Boney. So. Boney versus Boney, yeah. Jacob Briggs as well in the halves yeah, for Belmont right. South. And I've, heard, I've heard Aaron Simon's out there as well. Yeah, and I'm hearing that um, they've sought Nathan Taylor to come back as well. So Spoiled well, bombs from Nathan Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where they're going to fit them all. It's going to be like West trying to fit 12 miles right. into there. Someone will be playing lock. Yeah, exactly. And Aaron Morris will have to go back to the bench. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's the coach that picks himself wherever he wants. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Belmont South versus Waratah. I probably don't need to ask you, Timmy. You going Waratah? Oh, mate, got to tip Waratah the juniors. Tyler, who do you like, mate? Yeah, I reckon Belmont are going to get up in this one. Eh? I reckon they've been pretty good so far this year, so I might tip them. I reckon this one's going to be about thirty-four thirty, and I'm going to get Belmont in a close one. Uh, I think there'll be plenty of exciting play, plenty of capable halves, as we talked about there. Watching the uh, lightning feet of uh, both bonies. If it's a foot race, the poker machines, Liam will win by a country mile. <laughs> uh, next up, University. They've got a big job ahead of them. They host Dora Creek over at the University, uh, their first home game in the A grade competition. Uh, be interesting to see uh, what Rots and Co can do here. And uh, one of your mates, Tyler, uh, 
He's scoring a bag of tries. Can you get a couple more? Big Nick Goodfella. Oh, Nick Goodfella, yeah. He's been killing it this year. Same as last year. He's always Mr. Consistent. Does his job. Uh, I think he had his birthday this week as well. So who knows? Happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday, mate. Might get a few pies for your birthday. But let's hope so. But I don't know. I think Dora Creek uh, in pretty hot form, hey. So... It's going to be hard to tip against them. I think I'll take Dora Creek. Yeah, I'm going to go Dora Creek as well. It might be interesting to find out, because um, Nick plays in the centres. I'd be interested to have a chat to his winger to find out if he, if he knows how to pass outside. <laughs> You've been a victim of that before, haven't you? Centres that don't pass out when you've been on the wing. I'm not a victim, mate. I'm more than COVID. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, you're mostly in the centres. I'm not about that when he gets up your trainers. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like here, mate? You get to go with your boy Rots or uh, Marlborough? Oh, mate, I think Dora Creek. Sorry, Rots, but Dora Creek, mate. They've been killing it. I can't go against them. Uh, this next one's going to be interesting on Fingal Bay. They've lost two on the trot. They head all the way down to Windale. It's not an easy place to visit the uh, Eagles' nest, and uh, the boys will be uh, up and about. Uh, Windale now without Heath Donahue, though, he's been injured. So uh, Matty Garrick will have to limp through. And uh, they do, though, welcome back John Farnham. Scotty Salter came back last week. I think the blokes retired more times than I have, so that's saying something. Uh, I'm going to have to go to Bombies here. I've tipped against Windale two weeks in a row, and Matty Garrick keeps letting me know about it, but I've got to give him a chance to close in on me in the tipping comp, so... <laughs> yeah, it'll be a tight one. I haven't seen much of Window or Fingal um, this year, though. I know Bowie Hill runs a pretty tight ship up there at Fingal Bay, so I'm going to go Fingal. Yeah, I like Window. hey. I reckon they might get up. I love their win last year. I think they played in the C-grade grand final. They were the underdogs, and they came and got it. So I think they like that tag. I think they might get up again. Yeah, it's a... Uh, Matt, Matt Garrick loves being an underdog in any of these blues, so... Uh... Certainly interesting. Next up, we see Cardiff. They head out to Dudley. Cardiff uh, coming off that loss out at Windale. Um, they welcome back Daniel Jennison a couple of weeks ago, which is a great addition to their squad. The likes of himself, Daryl Gordon, Freddie Campbell. There's plenty of ability there. Um, it's just about, I guess, a bit more structure play and whether they can take on Dudley, who's got a pretty bulky pack with uh, Terry and Sam Collins, Jacob Hosking and the like, and uh, a bulky 5'8", two, and Nathan Tuckerman. Yeah, that's right. Don't, tell, don't say the Tucky one like that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... Cardiff being a good side. I played with both Daryl and Freddie in, um, in knockout sides, and you know, they, they, they go pretty well. I, I don't I don't know if I can go against Dudley, though, with you know, more on that out there. Half the central side first grade from last year. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go Dudley. Yeah, I think the Magpies will continue their winning form from last week. They had that big result at home, and they'll uh, be going a couple on the bounce and try and climb their way back into that top five. Yeah, I can't disagree with you, Zay. The... Dudley look real strong. I've seen them play a couple of times this year, and yeah, geez, I reckon they'll kill it through the forwards. So I'll take them. Lovely, and um, all those guys that are in the tipping comp, we just got to do a recap on the top five, and uh, obviously, you know, I'd like to give this a plug. I'm sitting number one on twenty. Doesn't matter what the results. How is that? It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, no, there's no joke around. Unfortunately, otherwise I would have picked a couple of those perfect rounds. Uh, Ad Bryant, who I'm told is a David Middleton out of Dora Creek, to, uh, doing all the stats. Uh, he's on 19. Uh, Matt Garrick also on 19. Tiger Shark, who's a uh, no, no one's no one's owning up to being Tiger Shark, so it'd be interesting to know who that is on 19. And Rabbi, who is uh, none other than Sean Johnson from out at university, he's on 18. Yeah, he's out at university. I think he's the president out there, and he uh, tipped a draw in the Dudley Uni game last. So he didn't even back his own side. There it is, and then he wants, then he wants to blame uh, Waratah for winning for why his tips aren't any good. So, dear, oh dear, no good, Rabbi. <laughs> Move on to the B grade, and uh, Glendale 36 defeated Katara 10. Uh, mate, you know one of the boys out there at Katara, Lucas Gordon. Oh, no, Gordon, very well. Cheetah Jr. as well. See, they're everywhere. Mate, they're everywhere. They're just spreading like <laughs> wildfire. Malibu up 34. Uh, they defeated East Maitland 28 uh, to stay on top of the ladder and open up a three point gap. 
Woodbury, 38, defeated Morpeth, 12. Interesting, Woodbury were quite depleted. Um, Morpeth, they've been quite impressive in some wins, but they're averaging 27 points a game that they're letting in, which uh, doesn't take a rocket scientist to tell you that if you've got to score 28 points to win every week, you're not going to win every game. Well, defence wins games. And Westwall's end, 34, defeated Shortland, 4, in a pretty comfortable win in that young Westwall's end side. Well, young Bar and Jamie Watts. Um, uh, looking like they could be right in the business uh, going forward. So this weekend, and we'll get some tips from you boys. Uh, I've got a drawer sitting in front of us, but it's not quite right. So East Maitland will host Westwall's end on Friday night up at King Edward Park. Have you played it up there at King Edward Park at East Maitland? In behind Henny Penny, the yeah, Henny Penny Stadium. Yeah, it just smells like Henny Penny the whole I ground. I played it not down there. It was freezing cold. It's, it's always cold. Like it smells Henny Penny. Yeah, <laughs> Be great if you're right full time, just head straight down the ground through the chairs and down the head. Chips and gravy, mate. Chips and gravy. Unfortunately, I only live about a K from the ground, so I'm Friday night I might wander down, grab some Henny Penny chips on the way, See a couple of beers at the footy. Yeah. Maybe it'd be more of Sunday morning on over chips and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just got to do it when you can, mate. You know, so how to get amongst it. So East Maitland, Westwall's End. Uh, East Maitland, they mix it with Malibu last week. Westie with a big win. I'm going to go to the Magpies to get the Griffins, although, watch out for Chad Irvine for East Maitland. He's an absolute machine. Uh, mate, I'm going to go East Maitland. East Maitland and East Maitland. Yeah, I'm the same. I reckon East Maitland will be hard to beat at home and get on them with the Henny Penny chips, get on them after the game. Carb loading, I like it. <laughs> uh, next up, Glendale host Malibuler out at Bower Oval. Now, that's one I know you have been there, mate. I've seen you out there running water, um, you know, giving me some feedback when I was refereeing back there. <laughs> oh, man, I can tell you a story there. Um, <laughs> no, Please don't. <laughs> um, I haven't seen either of these teams play, but I know that Brendan Robinson, uh, Brendan Robinson, sorry, played some Malibu, so I'm going to tip against him. <laughs> oh, I, I, I like that theory. So he's going for the Gorillas. Um, look, Malibu have been really impressive, but I just think I think Glendale's got something. They've been so close in a number of games. You only got to look at the ladder. They've won two, lost four, but they're still at a plus sixteen four and against. So that tells you they've been in the arm wrestles when they're losing games. I think it's time for them to uh, spring a bit of an upset here against the Panthers on the road. Yeah, I'll probably take Malibu. I reckon, I reckon they're going to stick strong, keep winning a few more games before they get, get beat again. Yeah, be interesting. They've got the target on their back. Next up, sees the two teams that started the year in A grade. They've already played once this year, Shortland and Woodbury, and Woodbury got the chocolates that time. Shortland battling a little, sitting eighth on the ladder, Woodbury fourth. Um, the Warriors will be hoping to welcome back a few players this week. Can the uh, can uh, Book Baker and the boys out there at Shorty get it done? My childhood, uh, childhood enemy Shortland, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Woodbury there as well. <laughs> no, but good luck to him. What about you, Tyler? Oh yeah, I'm saying there. I reckon Woodbury will get it done. I reckon they'll win it through the forward. They got some big boys. They certainly do. Um, and I'll, I'll go. We'll make it a hat trick of Warriors there. Uh, and then Sunday afternoon, the final game sees Morpeth Bulls host Katara. Morpeth one of the most picturesque grounds in the Hunter. Uh, it's a beautiful old ground there. The old picket fence and the little timber grandstand. Uh, but Morpeth, they went down last week. Katara went down, both sides looking for a win. I think uh, Morpeth, led by the evergreen Alfred Whaleboat, will get the win here in a high-scoring affair over Gordo's boys. One of the hardest runners I've ever had to tackle, I think, off Alfred Whaleboat. Curry, Curry legend. <laughs> uh, he's, been, he's been around for a year, for 100 years, hasn't he? Yeah, like, yeah. And he doesn't look any older than when I first came up against him. That's right. <laughs> there um, you go, mate. I'm, I, I think uh, I think Katara will get him this week, though. Sticking with your boy yeah, Gordo. I think Gordo and Snook Berry and... Uh, and I've heard uh, Nico Christensen could be having a run as well. So. Yeah, lovely, mate. Uh, it's an interesting one, Katara. They're uh, very in and out there, but great side just because of work. Like guys like Mitchie Wilson and those sorts of guys. And Mitch is a great, great example. I know he can't train too much, but you know you throw him off the bench in B grade and he's a weapon of a player that played him up in Darwin. Um, and uh, the man that I'm tipped in, I don't know, you, you probably know this bloke, they're calling him the 49er at Katara because he's stuck on 49 games while he's up in Darwin and keeps saying he's going to come back for the 50th. Carl Yana. 
I was chatting, chatting to Brock Johnson the other day and he said to me, he said, oh yeah, Carl's going to come back for his 50th game. It also happened around the, in the same conversation, told me they're looking for some props. I said, well, there's your solution. I've seen the size of Carl lately. He'd be a perfect prop. Uh, who are you going for, Tyler? Oh yeah, if that's the case, surely they get up for his 50th. I'll take Katara. All right, next up we have the C-grade stuff. So we're getting close to your, your comp tie. We'll wrap up with it. My full tag. And Morissette and Raymond Terrace clashed on Friday night. That was the Bar TV game. It was 46 points to 18 to Morissette. Uh, they ran away with the game. Raymond Terrace was in the arm wrestle early on. And I was fortunate to catch up with two of the respective players, the 5'8", Brody Naden from Morissette and Brooke Roach, the evergreen front rower from Raymond Terrace. Joined by Morissette Bulls 5'8", Brody Naden. Uh, look, probably didn't start that one the way you wanted to. You, you left them right in the arm wrestling the first half and probably didn't capitalise on some good red zone possession, but the result in the end was what you wanted. Yeah, it was definitely a grind at the start. Um, they were hard and then sort of by the end of it blew out a little bit, so then we just could we could play some bit of footy and at the end of the day it all worked out, so... Happy with it, got the two points. I think from watching from the sideline, the big difference was consistently finding the front foot and getting those quick play the balls, your big boys up front. Uh, you know, obviously, the captain coach, Reese Ryan, uh, O'Brien, and, and Chris White was another standout too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely um, laid the platform for us. I think they just um, their middle started to blow out a little bit and we lifted at the end, and that's what got us to got us down there and got us the points. Yeah, they certainly, uh, as you say, they uh, started to lag a bit in the second half. They lost a few players, which probably made your job a little bit easier. Yeah. And uh, Fury outside back stepped up. Steve Attenborough looked like he's a storm in front row, taking that quick tap and going going in under the post, mate. Yeah, he loves a big, dirty carry, the lad. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was beautiful to see, mate. And uh, obviously building now, eight-day turnaround. You're back here at Gibson Oval next Saturday. Uh, been a couple of losses, getting a few players back now, Reece Ryan tells me, so looking to capitalise and build a run here. Yeah, yeah, hopefully we stay consistent with the numbers that we've got and we can be in the semis or the grand final by the end of the year. All right, mate. Well, thank you very much for your time. Best no luck for the rest of the season. Thank you. All right, joined by Raymond Terrace skipper Brooke Roach. Brooke, uh, you were right in that arm wrestle of the first half, but Morissette, their class, just probably showed in the back end of the second half. Yeah, buddy, no excuses. Ran out of bench, you know, halfway through the game. Um, new structure this year for us, coming from A grade, down to C grade. Your players in at a 38, never played the game before, so... You know, as I said, no excuses, because we were right in at half-time. Yeah, you certainly were. As you said, uh, a few injuries didn't help, um, and uh, obviously, you know, a few, few young guys, a few older guys just mixing in there, and you can see you're still trying to find, I guess, your straps and find your combinations a little. Yeah, that's what I said to the boys. You know, they all played played right to the end, so I'm pretty happy about that. Never give up attitude. And as I said, that's, we're going to give something to young fellas coming through. That's going to be it, you know, mental toughness, get through it. We'll get through it together. We'll work back next week and rebuild for that. Yeah, some impressive performances. Probably your halves were quite good. Uh, Kane Roby got through a lot of work. Beverly's kicking game really strong for you. Yeah, you know, um, Kane Roby's taking the reins this year at captain. And um, JB's first year at halfback. So they're, they're two young fellas. Tyler Edmonds is a hooker, so he's also a captain. So, you know, I just see them as the future leaders of our club. Lovely, mate. Um, a little bit of a longer break, eight-day turnaround, and then a big trip down to Arimba next week. Oh, I might as well just camp up here, buddy, and we'll stay here for a couple start, of weeks. Start walking down now. Yeah. <laughs> no worries, mate. Well, the best luck for the rest of the year, and hopefully we'll catch up with you later in the season. Thanks, mate. Not sure if that was Brooke Roach or Darren Lockyer there. <laughs> hey, been on the Darius, I think, old, old, old Roachy. He's been around for plenty of years, probably all that yelling. Uh, but, uh, yeah, look, 
they're, they're a bit of a, a mixed hat, mixed bag of a side. Um, Morissette, they're looking a bit more polished, and once they got discipline in the armour, so they certainly did a job there. And I think they'll be they'll be there when the whips are cracking. Graham and Terrace probably got a little bit of work to do sitting bottom of the ladder, but if they can get a couple of wins over the next couple of weeks on their trips down to the Central Coast, um, they could certainly find themselves uh, up there. At the end of the day, there's only two wins separating them and Gloucester in third, so and you can never write off Brook Roach even at 40 whatever years of age he is at the moment. That's right. If you can get any team going, you'd be Brook Roach. Exactly right. So another game is Abermain 22, defeated Balls in Maryland 10. Budgie Roy 30, defeated Gloucester 18, and a bit of an upset. Uh, I'm told they've recruited a couple of boys that weren't quite uh, getting a run at Dora Creek, so they've headed down there. Uh, and Aberglass in 30, defeated Tall Timber 16 in the top of the table clash. So uh, certainly plenty of travel in this competition. Gloucester, Tall Timbers, Raymond Terrace. Mate, I can't imagine living at uh, living out at Raymond Terrace and going all the way down to bloody Tall Timbers. Imagine, imagine the, the bus trip from Gloucester to Warimba. Yeah, exactly. Right. You, you finish the game at uh, five o'clock on a Saturday. You get home on Wednesday. You'd have to you'd have to get um, a bus company to sponsor just to take you down, wouldn't you? Oh, that's it. And that's, we're talking about it just off air. Um, Raymond Terrace have had the run. They had Morris at last Friday night. They've got Tall Timbers this Saturday, and I think they've got Budgie Boy all the way. Well, we got at least they're out of the way then, but. Yeah. Uh, there's some good team bonding trips, three so weeks in a row. Yeah. Just take three weeks off work and stay down in a hotel, I reckon. <laughs> I think if you had three bus trips away, away, you might have a few single blokes by the end of three yeah, weeks, so I might be able to commit a bit more to training. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend, uh, Abermain, they take their home game while um, their sheds are still being rebuilt after the tragic fire last year. Uh, up against Gloucester, out to Kersley for a double header with the D-grade Southern fixture. Uh, Abermain, they're sitting fifth, Gloucester sitting third. Gloucester recently added Steve Forrest as well as um, they've got Steve Cook and the likes out there, so pretty hard tip against the Magpies. Yeah, no, I'd be going the Magpies in that one, I think. Yeah, I'm the same there. Got to, got to go after their form and take Gloucester, I reckon. Next up, Wolves in Maryland host Aberglassen at one of the uh, most hostile grounds in all of Newcastle. Hunter, the Grain Gobel at Wolves in 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. I'm, I'm widely tipped here that Chris Longworth's going to be refereeing this one, so anything could happen. That's right, mate. As you said, the Grange is a hard one to play at. If the, if the players don't play, uh, players don't win it for them, the crowd definitely will. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, it's very uncomfortable to a travelling fan, match official, or anything else out there. So I'm going to try and get out this one. It'll be interesting to answer in some good form, uh, led by uh, the Evergreen fullback Mick Akers. And uh, one of their front rowers is getting right amongst the tries, the big whiz. So I'm going to back the ants to continue their run. They've only dropped one game so far this year, and uh, they're setting the pace pretty well. Mate, I'm going the ants as well. I think they'll be too good for them. Yeah, I'm with you boys. I reckon they're going to be pretty good there. I'll apologise in advance to Lowy. I think he's up the bet game 400 out there at the uh, Grange, so he's killing it. <laughs> Next up, Raymond Terrace. We touched on them just before. They've got a big trip. They go down to Tall Timbers. Tall Timbers coming off that loss to Aberglassen last round. Uh, I think uh, Tall Timbers will be looking to bounce back, and they're going to do a fair job on Raymond Terrace here, unfortunately, for our man, Mr Roach. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it sucks a bit, but I think Tall Timbers will be the, be the better side. Um, it'll be a Shit drive down, it'll be a shit drive back. I mean, it's a long drive back <laughs> if you lose that one, yeah, unfortunately. Um, but I'd say the Tall Timbers Hotel will be going off on Saturday night. The final game is probably the match of the round with uh, Budgie. We're travelling up to Morrison. It's almost a local derby, that one. It's only about a 25-minute drive. So in this comp, pretty much anything under an hour is a local derby, I think. Mate, looking at some of, the, some of the names on that list there. Um, so, yeah, Morrisett hosting Budgie. Oil. I was impressed with what Morrisett had last week. They uh, didn't necessarily complete as well as they needed to in the first half. If they had done that, that score could have been even worse. Uh, Budgie we recruited well with a few boys uh, from Dora Creek, so it'd be a nice trip for them uh, just down to Morissette. Yeah, that's right. A bit of game time for the boys, hopefully, as well. Wouldn't that be good? Yeah, I'm going to tip the Bulls to get up in the in an arm wrestle here. Uh, let's say maybe 36-26. No, I'm going to go Morissette as well. I just think, you know, 
budget we're having at the same team for a bit, so you know, it takes a bit, bit of time to, to gel, and uh, yeah, I think Morris will get them. And Tyler, surely you can't sit Budge Wilkinson, you're coming up against him in the other grade on Sunday. Yeah. It might be half the same team, they might back up. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. Uh, yeah, no, I'd have to have to go with the same as you boys, I reckon. There. Morris at Bulls, I yeah. like it. All right, we'll jump into the Northern Conference and Dungog 30, Pip Stroud 26. Uh, bit of a mention here. I've, uh, I've pulled up and taken up playing AFL this year. Anyway, I've, we've come off on Saturday and I'm chatting to one of the boys. He goes, oh, I've got to get moving. I can't keep chatting. I said, what's going on? He goes, oh, I'm going to play a game of footy for Dungog. So Lee Nevin, he's got through a full game of AFL and then gone and played a game of rugby league for Dungog and got the win. So. Yeah, but not, not much happens in those AFL games, does it? Oh, mate, I just run around trying to level people. That's all I can do. So. Blindside. Yeah, exactly right. Yep. Uh, Karua 28 got their first win tw- over Maitland United 20 up there at Karua. Hinton 16 led by the Evergreen Shane Tapper at the age of 51 I believe he is. 51, 51 or 61 I'm not sure. Held together with about 61 metres of strapping tape that's for sure. Uh, they beat Patterson and Clarence now 46 defeated Tea Gardens 26. I think it's, it's just not really fair. I don't know if you've seen the Clarence Town team list but you know names like Trent Papa, Blake Birch, Jeez. Payne Degrade. What are your thoughts on that? It's just up there if they don't win the footy game, they'll win the fight. <laughs> yeah, I think Bird should probably be more helpful yeah. in the footy game than the fight. But, um, yeah, no, uh, they've, they've got a strong side. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what this comes all about, though, is being able to go back and play with your mates, no matter what, yeah. you know. And they've got a pretty varied, probably, level of players through their team. The class of those guys, though, when you do get to an arm wrestler, is going to show. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, you know, as you can see there on the ladder, they sit on 11 points, Dungall on 9, Hinton on 8, Stroud on 6, Maitland 6, Patterson 4, and Teagard and Karua on 2. So, still... Plenty of teams in the mix there. Um, Paris have yet to drop a game, but they did have a draw with Dundalk, so it shows the teams can get up against them. This weekend, Hinton hosts Tea Gardens. Uh, I mean, Shane Tapper's telling me he's going to get across for another meet by this week. Not bad for a bench front rower. No, good luck to him. I love seeing front rowers score tries. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm going to go Hinton there to get the win at Stuart Park, 2.30 on Saturday against Tea Gardens. Who do you boys like? Yeah, you'd think Hinton, I reckon. They're going to be too classy. I reckon they'll get the W. Yeah, it's in third for a reason. Next up, Maitland United host Patterson River. Maitland United will be looking to bounce back from that uh, surprise loss um, and consolidate their spot in the five here. Uh, if they can get the win against Patterson River, could open up a four-point gap between fifth and sixth, which would be pretty handy. Yeah, this is, this is a pretty tight one. I think, um, I think I might go with Patterson River here. You know, two points just to get equal with Maitland United. I think they might just have that fight in them to get there. Yeah, it's going to be one of those big games where it's you're thinking forward to the semis already. You shouldn't be, but they're going to have to. So I'm going to tip Maitland, I reckon, to try and make that gap a bit bigger. The thing for me, this probably lent my tip in this one, is just having a look, and you can probably ascertain this from their four and against there. Patterson have been in a lot of arm wrestles, so Maitland and Knightley, they need to get out of the blocks early. Yeah. Um, otherwise, Patterson are going to be right in that arm wrestle with them, and uh, they'll go with them. So I'm going to go Patterson in a close one uh, at Coronation Oval. A place like concrete, too. Oh, yeah. oh, how had good is it? Had to play there not last year. It wasn't fun. Yeah, no, I can imagine it wouldn't have been. Next up, Dungog versus Karua up at Bennett Park. Um, thank God this one's not a night game. I've seen some night games up there. It feels like it's at minus 10. Uh, Karua are really going to have their work cut out from trying to go back-to-back here. Yeah, I'm going the underdog here. Karua back-to-back. Let's yeah. do it. Oh, the Karua Roos. I'm going to go. I have to go with my AFL team. I think Lee and Evan, Dungog, the Warriors to get a win here. I think they'll win this one comfortably. Yeah, I reckon you got a spot on there. Dungog are going to be pretty good in that one. Sunday afternoon, this one this one shows a really interesting game for me. It's up at Clarencetown Park, 2 o'clock, Clarencetown versus Stroud. Clarencetown, looking at the pure numbers, should be easy favourites, but Stroud really put it to Dungog last week, so uh, see if they get in the arm wrestle against Clarencetown. I think Clarencetown would be too strong, but I think it'll be a lot closer than many expect. Yeah, I think it'll be a close one, I th- but as you said before, a few of those players for Clarencetown, I think they'll, they'll, the class will get them in the, in the end. Blake Birch, show and go to win it. That's right. He, yeah. lo- he loves it. Uh, 
he might be up, he might meet, meet his match though. The hooker for Striad, uh, Simon Chapel, uh, he's been around the grades. I think he's about 50 or 51 as well, and he's still uh, scoring tries for fun. So now, now, now we're getting to the business. This is what we're here for. We're here at the duck pond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You, you, you look like you've already signed a contract. You got the Hamilton Ducks hat on. Um, we won't, we won't let any podcast know about that or uh, any of the boys out the south. Uh, what yeah. happens in 2020 happens in 2020. Exactly. Um, so. Uh, Last week, Swansea 52 defeated Budgie Roy nil. Awabagul 26 beat Wanji 24 in an absolute armrest. On top of that one was a bit of a bash em up derby. Katara 32 defeated Cardiff 24. And the mighty Hamilton Ducks kept themselves in that minor premiership race with a 36-16 win over Kersley. Um, and mate, we, we talked earlier in the week and you said you, you guys kind of had a little bit of a nap and let it back into the game at one point. Yeah, Kersley are pretty tough. Eh? They sit low on the table because they've got they've been in C grade and lost a few games there by big margins. But at the end of the day, they've played probably the best teams uh, since they've come down to D grade. So I reckon they might go all right in the upcoming rounds when they play some of those teams lower in the ladder. They've got some big boys in there. You, you just got to kind of grind it out with them. And then towards the end of the game, our our pack, which is a bit more mobile, got through them in the end and we started scoring a few tries. But, yeah, they held with us the whole time. They were tough, eh? Step boys from Cessnock, see, they're always tough. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I was certainly... I, I went out and watched the doubleheader, similar to what's on this weekend, um, when they played... Uh, they took on Gloucester. And I, I went out and watched that main Raymond Terrace, watched probably about two-thirds of that game. I saw all the Kersley blokes wandering in, and I'm looking at them, they look like a genuinely tough football outfit. And then you see the results, and you kind of can't gel. I mean, you boys would have been in a scenario, you used to be the go at high school, didn't you? Rock up and you get rattled before the game. I mean, oh, they're man. the sort of team that if you rocked up and just looked at them based on that, you could do that. Well, the boys from Sydney get off the bus and scared. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, when you're 17, and there's a couple of boys get off and they've got mustaches, and you're like, oh shit, what's happened here? <laughs> That's right, especially one of them David Clemmer as well, you get worried. <laughs> <laughs> He wouldn't run at you now, Timmy. It's all right. No, I knew. I'll be defending on the wing that game. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so certainly, look, I, I think they've got, you know, and I'm hearing the same thing from a lot of sides. They're saying they're really surprised, you know, in patches, they show some really good stuff. So when they get that to click, and it might take a couple of games against some of those lower sides, they might find themselves, you know, one of those sides that sort of sneaks into fifth and then rattles a couple of teams on, through the finals in the early weeks. So hopefully they can start to break that duck, and uh, maybe it'll be this week. And, We'll start, though, with the Cardiff and Wanji game. Um, so Cardiff, they're sitting fifth, Wanji sixth. So this one's a real battle. It's the uh, curtain raiser for the A-grade fixture out there at Cardiff Oval. Two o'clock kickoff on Saturday afternoon. Who do we like here, Ken? Wanji's got some um, pretty talented blokes. Uh, bloke by the name of Ivan Lamalama. I don't know if you know Ivan. And uh, Shannon Turton, who played a fair bit of first grade for Lake Macquarie Rugby Union. They just don't seem to be able to quite get it to click. Uh, they're getting pipped in a few games, but... Is this going to be the one where they uh, break their duck? I'm going to go with the Warriors here at Cardiff. Yeah, I think I'm going to go against you. Cardiff at Cardiff, I think with, with the A-grade playing after them as well, you know, they want to start the day off strong. And Cardiff are always a pretty good outfit. I think they'll get them. Yeah, I agree with Tim there. Cardiff, we've played Cardiff twice this year already, and bloody hell, they held it to us. Um, I think they were up 18-6 the first time we played them, and we stormed home to win 30-18. to but um, and they, then they pipped it, didn't they? It's they, one team to beat the mighty Hamlin Ducks. Yeah, so. but their only loss is yeah Cardiff. They just simply outplayed us that week. Like we we didn't play great, but they just stuck it to us and kept the ball down our end, and they got the win. So I think they're going to get the job done. Eh? They've got some pretty good players out there. I think Wanji just don't have the, the players across the park to win. They've got some good individuals, but not enough. All right, well, I'll take your insight on board for that one. Uh, next up, Kersley and Katara. 
the Bears head up there. They really seem to struggle for Tara when they get their team split. Um, just numbers-wise and those sort of things, there's quite there's a bit of a gap in, in probably depth between their two sides. Is this Kersley's first chance of a win? Katara sitting third. They've gone all right so far this year, but um, can the Crushers get it done? <laughs> yeah, I reckon they can in this one. I'll probably pick them here just because I reckon it's their time. They, they've got to put up now, or it's probably their season almost gone with no wins at this stage. So Katara are pretty good, but I know, as you said, they are pretty hot and cold. They got beat by Wawikul, but um, yeah, I reckon Kersley's going to come home with it, eh? Yeah, let's get on the Crushers bandwagon. I'll get behind him. And Timmy loves the boys from Cessna, surely. Nah, mate. I'm going Tara. The younger yeah. brother plays for Katara D-Grad, so I've got to back him and all his mates. So let's see him get the W. <laughs> oh, I like it, mate. Uh, a bit of family loyalty. Next up, a Wobbegal. They face a tough outfit in the ladder-leading Swansea Swans. Only on four against. <laughs> Only on four and against. Uh, so who do you like here, mate? Uh, you've got... You've, well, I mean, you probably wouldn't have seen Swansea as of yet. Yeah, we haven't seen Swansea yet. What we feel seem like one of those hot or cold teams, too. They can put plenty of points on you, but um, they sometimes don't win the games, even when they do put the points on. Haven't seen much of Swansea, but, geez, from, the, from hearing about them, I reckon they're going to be real tough to beat this year. They're probably the favourites at this point. Oh, we're just trying to get rid of that tag. So I'll, uh, I'll back Swansea happily here. I'll take them. Yeah, I'll have to go to Swans uh, to get this one done. Until I see something different, I'm going to have to go with that most of the time. Yeah, I've got to go Swansea. Just the four and against is a big standout for me. It's hard to go against the brothers from a war, what we call, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go so Swans. You, you, you know a couple of boys out at the Swans anyway, wouldn't you? Big Dan Bauer, you would have played with yeah, him today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, him and Marlborough and a few of the boys. I mean, first grade rugby players, so they've got to be strong Swansea, so. Yeah, next up is the big one. It's here on Sunday afternoon. Okay. Hamilton. At the Duck Pond against the Budgie Bulldogs. How hostile is it going to be for the Bulldogs to come up here? Uh, you know, t- Tim's going to do what he can to work on getting a bunch of uh, hungover South boys down. Uh, I'm sure your cousin will be down to support you, mate. So a big, big effort in front of uh, the South coach. You might get a contract for next year. <laughs> nah, I don't need a contract. We're trying to sign Jake up at the moment. <laughs> Keep that quiet, though. <laughs> you just put it on your That's all right, no one listens to us, don't worry. Nah, I reckon... Um, Budgie Boy are going to be tough because they're the same. They're sort of win or it's nearly the end of their season now. So it should be a big game here. Uh, Sunday, our first Sunday sesh for the year. So if everyone could get out here, I think it's going to be a real nice day. Like we'll we'll put it on for you and then hopefully we'll get the win as well. I'll definitely tip us. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm looking at the brand outside and just going, look, if, if the supporters are not your players, I'm going to suggest. <laughs> want to go to the Ken on Saturday night or we'll go to South on Saturday. Yeah. Go to Maitland, sorry, was it? Yeah, Maitland. 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 Follow South back, go to the Ken and then just wander here, get here about 4 or 5 a.m., sleep <laughs> sleep it off. By lunchtime, I'll be ready to go. I'm sure you can get the barbecue going early and we have bumper cream. Mate, it's here. a great day here too. I come a few weeks ago when, um, when we weren't playing the same day and just have a little... Little guarded off area for the for the piss up and everything, so it's awesome. Jakey Lawrence on the on the barbecue is no good though. <laughs> yeah, we took him off that. We threw him in the league safe uh, shirt now. So but no, if, if South beat Maitland on Saturday, I don't think Jake Lawrence will be in condition to be league safe. Uh, so he'll have a bottle of vodka just to get mate, his hang out. We win or lose, I think. First Saturday game, we're all getting up. Uh, yeah, there's not enough Saturday games in uh, till his cup these days, is there? I can talk for days. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to go to the Ducks as well. I think it's a, a unanimous decision here for the Ducks. Back, uh, back. <laughs> before we wrap up, there is one that I'm looking forward to, and, and, and I've sort of named this one, and I think I've touched on it with you. Yeah. Round nine here at Learmont Park. It's only just over four. Oh, wait, it's the big game. It's the Waterfowl Warfare. Yeah. Hamilton Ducks versus Swansea Swans. Uh, you'll definitely have to try and get it if you're not playing because there'll be boys boys on both sides for you to yeah, sledge from the hill. Yeah, that's right. I'm up to 
I, I use the term hill here. There's not really much of the veranda. Yeah. Um, but uh, look, that's going to be a bumper clash, and uh, hopefully both teams will still be entering that one with just the one L to their name, and uh, the top of the table will be up for grabs. Yeah, yeah, I reckon we'll improve every week as we keep going. As I said before, we get a lot of rugby boys and a lot of blokes who haven't even played footy before, so we're a week-to-week thing. We we get better every week, usually, and um, Swansea seem to be pretty classy already, as you were saying. They've picked up some good players that probably are a bit above the D-grade calibre, but so I reckon they'll be the favourites going into it, but we'll put in and have a, have a dig. We'll see what happens. We'll have a chat to Jakey Lawrence to see if Come down and have a run. Oh, yeah, we might bring him down. <laughs> one, one game permit, see what happens. Yeah. Portability. Just put, him, portability. Put, him, put him in the centres against Dan Bauer and you'll be right. I'd back Daniel. <laughs> yeah, me too. Swansea will argue that they've got Matt Gilbert, so he balances out all of their really good players and brings them back down to ground. So I'm sure you've got one of them on your team too that just averages back out for you. Oh, yeah, it's probably me, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, I like to throw myself in the halves, and I think it's a detriment to us at the moment. So yeah, look, this, this is the first time we've met face to face. We've chatted a bit. I'm just going to say my first impression of you was not as a halfback. <laughs> that, that could be deceptive. It is lower grade. I tell you what, though, he's a classy centre back in his day. When uh, I was playing a grand final in Kendall one week, and oh jeez, he had the good right step. Uh, <laughs> mate, the step that you've just shown me there looked more like a head wobble. So he <laughs> got the fatty Morton so I said, I like it. I tell you, it was the second best thing I've seen up there. The first was the uh, lounge on the back of a tip truck. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, mate, I, we, we were talking on the way here, and I actually used to referee in the Hastings League, and some of the things you see up there, uh, mate, I can tell you some stories. One, quickly before we go, I remember going out to Comboy, and it was Comboy and playing Kendall. You would have played at Comboy at the showground there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they got pipes made out of, uh, goalposts made out of bright orange PVC pipes that split at about 30 degree angles. <laughs> anyway, up, up in the, in the Hastings League, I was 16, 17 referee, and it was a physical comp back in these days. We're going back to 2003. These blokes would just beat the shit out of each other. Anyway, you get crowd touches essentially. Like they do a little one-day course from the club, and each club would have one. Right, the bloke that I got was about six foot five and probably about 160 kilos. His big bushy beard, looked like a massive bikey. Didn't say boo to me while we're getting ready. Went out there. Anyway, there's this massive all-in brawler ups. I get there and I call him over and I said, "Mate, what do you got for me?" He goes, "I didn't see nothing." And then just walked back to his touch line. I went, "All right, I'll have a scrum." I'm sitting there just shitting myself, mate. I'm a 16-year-old kid, all fucking 70 kilos, ring and wet. <laughs> All these old school farm blokes just beat the shit out of each other. Then I got a touchy that's just giving me nothing. It was brilliant. Uh, <laughs> she's a good old comp up there, though. Uh, never an inch given. And uh, we'll talk about it before. Yeah. Some great names like the likes of Matty Ryan and that that came out of. Uh, Don't forget Toddy Harrell. I was going to say Toddy yeah. and Dean Harrell yeah. wandered around there yeah. for a while. And uh, yeah, yeah. it was Jake Lawrence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he never got to play in the blue jersey, though. Nah, he wishes he could. Mate, could tell you what, he wears his gear to train. <laughs> One of those. I see how it is. Yeah, yeah. Clay claims Rocks it. Lots of bucket hat and everything. Uh, loves it. Beautiful, boys. Well, thank you very much to both of you. Good luck against Maitland on Saturday and against Budgie World on Sunday, boys. Appreciate your time today. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll get to catch up. I'll certainly be trying to get down here in a couple of weeks and I'll have to get out of the South game soon, Mate, especially think, now that I know Witters is there, so I can yeah, tackle him. I think our <laughs> next game is uh, the latest day as well. We have the new green room open, so it'll be good to get everyone down and have a look at that as well. Beautiful. So that's not this weekend, next weekend, I is it? I think so. Yeah, I think we play... Oh, sorry, I think it's the week after. We play West after the week after, so I think we may, may have someone, but it's... You, you may have someone. I, yeah, I can't think. I was going to say the score, but I'm not sure. Yeah, and no, I think you guys have got a bit of a tough run. I did see that. But yeah, so we'll, we'll make sure to mention that uh, across the pod when that's coming because obviously the new green room is looking absolutely amazing. 
Um, and yeah, certainly be worth getting down there and uh, hope with you, mate. Um, it's not on the same day the ducks are playing. Yeah, no, oh, we could probably pull some strings or something and change it up. I don't hey, know. Just have come have a run from all these league tag. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would be better quality than us. <laughs> what, what about a four forty-five kickoff after first grade? Make yeah. it the main game. Over oh, the green room, have the tab on, have the footy on. Boys can go and have a beer exactly. while they're playing. We don't. No, we don't want to be main games. We're talking about that next year. If we get a league tag team next year, they'll be the main event. So we can get on the cans after. <laughs> I said have a glass. I did that last week. The, the uh, men's team played at twelve o'clock. The women women's tackle played before, and the ladies' league tag played after. And so, yeah, that's hey, right. Well, the boys stay around and have a beer. It's the best idea yeah, there is. Exactly. Or if I'd go for that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like that. All right. Um, you might have to pitch that to the boys at South. Yeah, I'm sure love that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a big drinker, wouldn't he? Oh, I haven't seen much of Vieto. He talks a big game, but oh, uh, we'll have to wait till about Monday for that one. We might have to bring him down to the Ducks and get him in a boat race. Yeah, oh, he's a <laughs> top bloke who will get around that too, so I might have to say something. Yeah, get him down here. Yeah, beautiful. All right, boys. Well, thank you very much, everyone. Make sure to check out our social media. So we're Lee Castle Oz on uh, Facebook, Lee Castle AU on Twitter, and give us a rate or review on whatever platform you listen to us on so you can subscribe to us on Spotify, uh, Android, Podcast, or Apple iTunes, as well as any other major podcasting hosting uh again good luck to you boys thanks everyone for tuning in and i guess we'll see everyone next week thanks thanks, thanks mate